yeah, um, that's what I could provide. Yeah. If she wants to feel like she's at the beach, <laughs> I, it's crazy. Like it's it is like God's plan, right? That's right. Welcome y bienvenidos to the Off the Altar podcast. Here with special guest. Oh yeah. I skipped you, G, and I skipped you, Dad. <laughs> special guest, Pastor Marcus. How are you doing, Pastor Marcus? Hey, Pastor I can't Marcus. complain. Pastor Marcus from where though? Pastor Marcus from City Church. Oh, yes, sir. With effects and everything. Yeah. <laughs> that was loud. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, we're here with Pastor Gio and Pastor Mauricio. I asked Mark Marcus, how are you doing today? Can't complain. Happy to be here. Awesome, man. Awesome. Pastor Gio, how are you doing, my boy? I'm doing good, man. We got new shirts at work. I got this, like, athletic uh, fabric. It's a yeah. lot better being in the sun than in a button-up. It's high-vis because they want to see you when you're taking your breaks. <laughs> exactly. <Yes. laughs> exactly. Well, everybody noticed that you were here when we yeah. got here. <laughs> we could see you from everywhere. Thank you uh, to your uh, – thanks to, to your uh, brand-new, really shiny T-shirt. Mm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, it's like the alarm warning yeah. geo's coming yep. yeah where's yep. the power yeah does it use batteries <laughs> yes sir you want to and do you want to know what the battery is the battery is the word of life amen. the bread of oh, life yeah. hey. the word of god can i get an amen amen amen, amen. amen yes. church amen amen oh my bad amen church, church. Yeah. hey Hey, uh, we are super happy. Then uh, you can tell uh, to all of our friends listening out there because uh, we have our good friend, someone that we really love, someone that we really uh, love to spend time with. And uh, Pastor Marcus Donaldson is here from City Church mm -hmm. in Gainesville, Georgia, mm -hmm. one of our uh, favorite people in the world. So uh, we love you, Pastor Marcus. Love you guys, too. Yeah, That's and one of the things I love. Sorry to keep going but that's one of the things i love about the family of god um just being around people that don't look like you sound like you act like you walk like you talk like you um but we're brothers in christ so, so you're trying to say that i have an accent no, no i do okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry i complain about my accent every episode though. so it's <laughs> That's why I'm just, no, but uh, we are really, really happy to have you here, Pastor Marcus, and uh, I know, Gio, you're happy to see me here, too, because uh, you guys, I've seen, to, I've seen each other more than I've seen uh, Pastor Marcus lately. Yeah, see, I was about to, here's the explanation for that, I was about to say, Marcus, you know, you're my favorite pastor on this podcast right now. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you are mine, too, though. <laughs> Is that, you notice that we we you're our favorite pastor over ourselves. So. <laughs> yes. So we are happy. You know, we have um, uh, I love uh, I want to call it a network mm -hmm. of churches mm -hmm. that uh, we work with and that we love. And City Church is one of them. Chestnut Mountain is, is uh, uh, another one. And we've been uh, doing a little work with uh, Airline Baptist Church yep. and. Uh, you know, those are churches that we love and that we uh, do things together uh, throughout the year. And Pastor Marcus is one of the pastors of one of the churches. So, uh, uh, Pastor Marcus, thank you for being here. It's an honor. It's a privilege. And make us really, really happy because we are celebrating today our 10th 
episode. That's right. And and it's been a, a whole adventure. Uh, I love I love to do the podcast, and because it's challenging, because you know I have to uh, work really really hard to make people believe that my accent is real. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we, we we have a fake Hispanic pastor yeah. at La Tribu. Yeah, What's he's not really from South America. <laughs> Once the episode ends, he's like, hello, my brethren. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, hey, and we've been going through, uh, uh, we started a, a few weeks back a new series at church, and it's in the book of James. Uh, and it's in, in Spanish, we say it, uh, faith working. I mean, fe trabajando. So, um, working faith. Uh, yes, and it's, and, uh, and it's been uh, amazing. Uh, we've been enjoying so much what God has given us and uh, yesterday was a beautiful beautiful day at church what do you guys think about that yeah you see how I set that up yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful it was really beautiful um, at one point you said why do you let uh, why do you let anything from the world affect you and from the that the joy of the Lord is trying to plant you in your is trying to plant it's trying to be planted into your heart. The joy of the Lord is trying to be planted in your heart, but you're still letting everything else of the world affect you negatively. And why are you trying to do that? And I was like, man, that's, that question is just... And I wrote down, why are you letting this affect you? And I was like, dang it, man. And just that there were a lot of questions. Well, I love to ask questions to the people uh, while I'm preaching, but um, one of the questions was, what's your relationship with the word? And when you don't have a relationship with the word, how do you get like... Uh, uh, you you don't you don't get to know the Lord, right? Because uh, everything that we we can know about God comes from the from the Bible, and yep. and, and you know uh, we spoke about uh, the first thing it was a uh, joy in the trials, and and I know that if you don't know Jesus, uh, it's really hard for you to grasp it to understand. A hundred percent, right, Pastor? I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, and what do you think? What's your take on, on yesterday? Yeah, no, it was really good. Um, uh, I mean, the, the word was beautiful. Um, I took notes. I, I finally found my notebook. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> let me ask you, where have you been writing these past few months? <laughs> on my heart. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think it works like no, that. No, no, no. You know what's funny? So we had our, ca we had our camp last month. In the notebook, I found a $200 check for the camp. <laughs> My God. Yeah, I, I went up because, but because uh, she had rewritten the check because I had lost it, and then I went up. I was like, "Hey, remember?" I, I, it was Hermana Eddie. I was like, "Hey, you remember the check that I lost? <laughs> Guess who found it? Cashing it too." She just looked at me and ripped it in front of my face. <laughs> yeah, she's smart. Yeah. Uh, no, but um, it was good. I mean, that last question, you know, um, what is your relationship with the word? Are you letting it change you? Um, the, the topic, right? It was listening, um, listening and doing, right? Yes. Be listeners of the word and be doers of the word. And that, I think that's the, the that was the biggest takeaway, right? Because a lot of times, um, especially uh, us as pastors, um, we can very easily get accused of not practicing what we preach. So it's very important for us to not just be listeners of the word, not just be speakers of the word, but also be doers of the word. Yeah. 
Yeah, the um, two things. I've had a few of these conversations recently where I'm asking the same question different way. Um, but what's your relationship with the word? And really, when we when we understand that that we get our spiritual nutrients from the word, um, just like a baby, a baby eats food and grows. If we don't consume the word of God, we're never going to grow spiritually. But then um, to what you just said, Gio, the, I, I think that's one of the things that that strips our credibility to the outside world when Christians are nothing but hearers of the word, not doers, right? It sounds really good to love, and that's really easy to the ears, but then when it's put into practice, that's super hard, and when we don't do it, we represent not only our local church, but then uh, the Christ who saved us. Yeah, and you know, this is what happened in our community today too, Pastor Marcus, is that uh, a lot of people uh, come to the church on a Sunday, and that's the only time they hear the Word of God. Mm -hmm. The only relationship they have with the Word is on, is on a weekend. And uh, uh, I don't think it's safe to say that they are doers. They are no more than good listeners yeah. on a Sunday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they are cheering for the pastor, but they are not having a relationship with with the Lord of the Word. And, and that's why we have today... Uh, uh, it's a strong word, but we uh, we have so many mediocre Christians, and and that's why we have these these conversations because we we want to invite people, we want to uh, connect with people, we want to connect with the newer generations that are so into podcasts because you know my generation is not very into it. Uh, it's going to take him a few more years to connect and uh, with this, but uh, but all the younger generations they can. We want to invite them to have stronger, deeper relationship with the Lord and relationship with the Word. Uh, are you going to say something? I see you with the microphone right at your mouth. So, no? Okay. Well, that's why I was going to say that that um, food metaphor is so helpful. If we only ate once a week, well, we'd be worn out, we'd be tired, and we'd be weak. We couldn't do anything. Um, so when it comes to being doers, yeah, we got to be spiritually full uh, before we can actually not just hear but then also do yeah, uh, you know, one of the pastors here at church, Pastor Gabriel, right? Uh, Pastor Gabriel, he's uh, has been doing not very good in, in his health. And uh, he had to change his diet completely. So he cannot eat anything too strong. So he has to eat a lot of vegetables. The worst. Yes. And, you know, he's Mexican. So he's struggling with uh spice yeah. spicy food can't have it no it can't have oh, it and man. it's struggling and the other day i was talking to him and, and he told me pastor you know what the biggest problem is right now that i'm weak i cannot work the wow. way i used to mm. and that hit me really hard and, and as you said it right now you know if you don't if you don't eat the right food you'll be weak you said it you'll be weak and and uh, I know that everybody's been sick at some point. And when you're sick and you don't have strength to wait uh, to to uh, to get out of the bed or or, yep. or to do what you love, that's uh, frustrating. That and you get this this thought that oh I'm dying. Uh, that's the way uh, we process it. Yep. And and I, I don't I don't think that it's healthy for anyone out there that uh, goes to church not to have a relationship with the word and itself because you know you can be a listener you can be uh, a visitor but the bible has invited you to be a doer yep <laughs> mm -hmm. 
But speaking of food, I hope you guys enjoyed that little appetizer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as we now get into the meat <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> so, my boy Joshua, the the man with the plan, the uh, the question with the, hey, the he, question. No, but he didn't let me call you call your name today. I'm here with hey, my man. boy. He didn't, he didn't stop you from doing anything. You just <laughs> hey, decided hey, to go off. Oh, he went yeah. straight to Pastor Marcus. But I, w- I want to say it. Okay. Here with my boy, Giovanni Salvador Cervantes, the 39. Okay. 39. <laughs> Yo. Same right. as my age. Okay, what's up? I'll just... <laughs> All right, no preamble or introduction to my question today. I'm just shooting straight oh, into so it. So what you shared was not your question yet. Cool. He never asked a question. Appetizer. (laughs) Haven't asked the question yet. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, um, all right. How do you fully submit yourself to God and consistently keep up the work of doing so? How do you, how do you drop your pride, your ego, the you trying to control everything to let God work? And how do you continue that? Oh, good question. Good question. Um, first of all, I, I, st- I think I'm start every every episode saying the same thing. That before you can tell, I don't know how to follow uh, Jesus, or I don't know how to keep up with whatever pastor preached on Sunday. Uh, we have to get to the to to this. Uh, we all need to need to get to Jesus first. You know, nothing is going to change in my life if I don't have Jesus. And, and I'm very, very consistent with this topic because you can be at church every Sunday and not have Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right? And because, uh, you know, we love people. We are, uh, we are created this way, yep. so it's unavoidable. And we love places. We get connected to, uh, you know, people. There's people out there that they worship their uh, denomination, you know, oh, no, I grew up in this denomination and I'm going to die. But they never met Jesus. They love their denomination more than they love God. And that's that's the thing that always strikes me the most whenever we have these questions is first things first, you need Jesus in your life. You need Jesus in your life. So uh, what, what, um, what do you think? I think... I mean, it starts with the realization, right, that submission isn't a one-time thing. You know, we think, I'm going to submit. And, you know, everyone always says, you know, what was your, your moment, the moment you came to Christ? And, uh, you know, for me, it's really hard to pinpoint, right? Um, there's the moment I heard about Christ. There's the moment I started taking him seriously. There's the moment I started serving him. There's the moment... But the moment I submitted to him, I mean, that's every day. You wake up and you resubmit because of those things like your pride and your your desires and your temptations and, you know, all that, that your sin, everything in you that rebels against God, it doesn't just, it doesn't go away. Every day you have to lay it down and submit to him. Every day you have to recognize him as king. It's not a you say magic words and all of a sudden it just clicks. It's, it's more of a realization that submission to Christ isn't a moment, but it's a daily practice. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, and once you get to Jesus, remember, Jesus himself, he said, 
if you want to follow me. And <laughs> that's what I was going to read. All oh, right, read it because <laughs> yeah. you know we all got it pulled spirit. up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He says in in Luke nine twenty three, and he said to all, "If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me." And that that word daily, daily. it's really daily. hard. Daily. Yeah. And uh, I remember two years ago it was when uh, for a uh, United weekend, uh, the guy with with the uh, with, oh, uh, with the table on what was his name Pastor Dan. I remember his first name, Pastor Dan. Yeah, he said that uh, he said you know we have to deny uh, ourselves and carry our cross daily, but it is inconvenient. Yeah, you know because inconvenient, because uncomfortable, uncool. And and uh, you know uh, uh, this is one of my. F you know what I'm going to read because I'm going to say this is one of my favorite verses in the Word. I'm actually blanking right now. <laughs> All right. Okay. But... Uh, oh, it's, wait, it's wait. Romans. Uh, yes. Change the way you think. Okay. Yes. You know, uh, Romans 12 too. You know, yes. I, I go to yeah. that verse over and over probably at every episode because I believe that this is true with all my heart. And, you know, you said, how can we keep up Moving forward, you know, obeying and and, and the in the path, uh, and we live in this in this world and in our communities with the people that we know. We have friends. We all have friends that are not Christians, and we have to ask ourselves who is the influence over who. Yep. Yeah. Right, and that's that's a big thing when you want to follow Christ. Because, uh, you know, if you were an alcoholic, so what are you doing at the bar at 10 p.m. with your friends? Right? Mm -hmm. We have to ask, ask ourselves that. And Jesus says, uh, and Romans 12, too, it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Mm -hmm. And I, I love this verse. Yeah. It's just that idea that God himself can come and change the way you think, you know. So whatever you think before Jesus, that, uh, it's not good anymore. It's garbage. You have to, uh, and uh, this, uh, this come to my mind, uh, Jesus talking to, to um, Nicodemus, right? And he knew the word, he knew the practices, he, uh, he knew the people. Yep. Uh, he has the right contacts. He knew the culture. He knew everything. And Jesus told him, "You know what? You have to. You have to born again." Yep. And and he says, oh, "How do you want me to go back into my mother's womb?" Yeah. And <laughs> and with all the wisdom that he had, and you know, quote unquote, wisdom, he got schooled by Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know, and he goes. No, I mean, you have to be born again, and 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 by spirit. Yeah, the right word is uh, we have to be regenerated. Yep. We have to be redone. Yep. And uh, I love the, uh, you know, I have I have uh, my truck, and uh, I tell everyone my truck is my is my is my toy, <laughs> my toy. You know, so I'm always thinking, what can I do? in my truck to make it look good. So I, I went ahead and, and I bought new rims for... Uh, 22s? Uh, uh, no. 
No, no, no. 33s, to Yo! be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see? And, and I put a big wheels in my truck because I want it to look like I'm, a, I'm living at the south. Yeah. You know? So I want Same. big tires. So And I, and I went and bought <laughs> a leveling kit to lift it a little bit. Ooh. You know? And, and I went and bought a, a cover for the bed. I changed the mirrors because I had because I had the the the, the cheapest truck, uh, I, because that's what I could afford. But I've been doing this over over these two and a half years, and went ahead and bought the the mirrors with the LED for uh, for the signal lights. And I'm 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 investing in my truck because I wanted to make it something different. It's the same way with the Lord. This, this uh, way of thinking is not going to change. Well, it can happen over time yep. because he's so powerful that, that he can do it. But for some people, it won't. So maybe today he's going to change changing the mirrors. Yep. And tomorrow is going to change the tires and he's going to put new rims on it. And so a regeneration for some people is not going to happen overnight. So uh, what we need to know is that for this to happen, and you, you just read it, Marcus, it's, it's a daily process. It's a daily process. And, and uh, tomorrow we might need uh, something different from the Lord, and he will be ready and willing to bring this change in us, and he will make us closer to his image because it's, it's a good God. Mm -hmm. It's a good God, and that's why I love this passage. And... Uh, uh, you said it, you know, how can we keep up with this? And maybe you won't, uh, you won't be doing it at the speed that you want. But let God be God. And, and don't put your hand on this and, and don't, don't get discouraged when you're not moving at the speed that you want or when you fail. Yeah, amen. Because, uh, you know, it's going to happen, but his mercies are new every, every morning. day. Every day. And since this, this is a lifetime process, it's good to have that in our hearts and in our minds yeah. that he's good every day. Uh, so one yeah. thing I would add is, um, and this is something that we've been working towards at City Church with our Wednesday nights. Um, we're doing a, a basics class, just going over the basics of the Christian faith. But one of the things that we're doing uh, after each lesson, we have small group time and we're splitting up uh, gender specific. So men are in one group, women are in another group. And what we what we found is that that in uh, when couples and men and women are in, in mixed company, they're not as open with one another. And I think this is one of the things that I would add in that um, uh, continually submitting daily. You have to, in, at least in my experience, having those two to three, in my case, men who have unfiltered access to my life. They can ask me whatever questions. They could probe into whatever areas of my life they want to, not to beat me up, not to gossip about me, but to hold me accountable mm -hmm. because I'm way too gracious to myself when it comes to submitting daily, right? Oh, wow. it, it looks so different every day. And some days I don't feel like it that much. Other days I feel like it a ton. I'm all like all in. But those two to three guys that, that I have allowed into my life at the deepest level, they're the ones who, if they see even an ounce, they have the, the, my permission to call me out on it as, in my case, because I'm very stubborn, as aggressively as possible. Mm -hmm. I don't need any like nice sounding words. I know that they're doing it for my good, to, to keep me on the right path. Um, but 
I get, I'm a stubborn sheep sometimes. I get, I start wandering off a little too far and I need them to help bring me back in. So I would just add that um, to that daily submitting thing it is uh, adding, it doesn't have to be two or three, but at least one other person who, yeah, someone. yeah who can ask you whatever questions they have, your permission to every area of your life without any other invitation. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, and uh, you were going to say it. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, that accountability is number one, right? Because uh, the word says, you know, um, the heart of man is perverse and deceitful. Mm-hmm. You know, you, there's times when you can convince yourself it's okay. Or, you know, the classic, oh, just this is the last time or just one more time. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. uh, you know, that's the thing with submission, right? Submission is submission doesn't have a compromise in it. It's Christ is king. It, there's no compromise there. It's, he's in charge of my life. You're either submitted to him or you're in rebellion to him, period. I mean, I think uh, Jesus put it very clearly. He said, you're either with me or you're against me. There is no middle ground. There is no compromise in that. Um, so accountability, because we as humans, we tend to see things in grays instead of black and white. We tend to compromise, especially with ourselves. Someone else who is like a third par- party looking into your life, seeing that, hey, no, you're compromising. Like, it's not it's not okay. It's not gray. Like, you're definitely in sin. That That's 100% a very important aspect to have into that. And it builds unity yeah. in the church, you know, which yeah. is important. Well, and, you know, in my case, uh, in our church, we are a small church, a baby church, if we can it and uh but we have uh i am i am a pastor geo is one of the pastors gabriel is one of the pastors we have our worship pastor and it's not because uh once somebody asked me why you need so many pastors and and i said uh because you know uh the church is is, is the lord's yeah and and uh, <laughs> And we need to be accountable, and we need people that can step up if I fail or if I die or if I'm not able to be here. Yep. So, uh, and and those men that are there with me, uh, Gio is one of them. Uh, you know, if if we if I'm doing something wrong, he can come to me and tell me, you know what? I don't think what you're doing is right. I don't think what you're doing is holy. You know, and or or godly and. And the same way I can go to him and, and be the same way. Uh, because in this process, in this daily process, we need people that bring us back to reality, yep. that give us that reality, reality check yep. and, and tell us, you know what? Uh, Paul goes to, to Peter, right? Yep. <laughs> and tell him, hey, Peter, you know what? Uh, what you're teaching right now is Peter. The one that walked on water. Right. Yeah, the one that Jesus himself sent the message right after, uh, you know, raising back from the dead. That Peter. Paul goes to Peter and tells him, you're wrong. Yeah. So even even the, the disciples needed this. What makes us think that we don't need accountable people around us? And uh, and I, I believe that if you are trying to follow Jesus in this path you need this kind of people in your life yeah. I think uh, the next thing you know um, besides realizing it's something da- submissions daily you need accountability and this is to you know the Christian that wants to submit 
you got to stop lying to yourself and admit that submission is hard. It's not something easy. It's not something that's just going to magically happen one day. It's, I mean, Paul writes this in Romans 7, uh, 14 and onward. He says, so the trouble is not with the law, for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me, for I, I am all too human a slave to sin. I don't really understand myself, for I, do what is, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. But if I know that I am doing wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin living in me that does it. Um, you got, we have a sinful nature. I, I've recently, uh, I clicked on a dog video on YouTube, and now I've just been watching dog training videos. <laughs> and, uh, okay, sees them along. Yeah, this dog trainer, um, he's teaching a, a dog, a pit bull, you know, high energy, strong, headstrong, stubborn, intelligent trying to teach it to leave a ball alone and they'll go two hours just working on this one thing of leave it right don't go for the ball and the dog will finally get it and then you know they'll get the video will go over to the next day and before you know they start the trainer will say i'm i'm here to show you guys that just because a dog gets something one day doesn't mean it's going to translate over to the next day yeah throws the ball and the dog lunges for it for it you know th- he says leave it calls the dog's name dog couldn't care less <laughs> it goes for the ball because it, he, then he basically goes on to say depending on the dog you might be training this specific trick for the rest of its life you know and every dog has something like that it training is constant it's every day it's not easy it takes time um to teach them you yeah. know and like we're basically like dogs. We have this, because uh, when you're training a dog, what you're doing is teaching it to go against instinct. We're like dogs in the sense that we have this sinful instinct and nature inside of us. And what Jesus is trying to do is teach us to go against that. What the word teaches us is to go against that. And we have to redo it every single day. Sometimes we're like that dog and we lunge for the ball. And, and God's there, you know, trying to hold us back on the leash. But we're stubborn, we're, um, we're headstrong, and, uh, you know, it, it's not easy. It's not easy. Because uh, the other thing, right, you know, the dog wants to please its master. The dog loves its master, but sometimes its nature just gets the best of it. Uh, and that, that's the thing with us, right? It, submitting isn't easy. It but it's we're always gonna, right. Uh, but it's always right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're the you know face it. It's not easy. You're gonna be doing it for the rest of your life. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna read something that we uh, read yesterday, and in the book of James, chapter one, verse uh, twenty-one, it says, "So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives, and humbly accept the word." God has planted in your hearts for his as power to save your souls. But I want to talk about that, that uh, word, uh, humbly accept the word. And uh, one of the translations says, uh, uh, accept the word with meekness, mm-hmm. right? And uh, that word comes uh, from, uh, in its original in Greek, from uh, whenever they train horses. And I gave an example yesterday and uh, I called Brian, one of the, kids from church uh, it was uh, small so I could carry him and and I told him all right I'm gonna be this 
crazy horse. So hold tight and I start jumping and moving. And he almost fell and he grabbed me really hard with feet and arms. And then I said, so whenever you are not submitting to the Lord, you are this horse. Mm. You know, all this strength, all this power with no direction, with, with, uh, with nothing to tell you what to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when that word uh, meekness is to give up your power. So I, I told him, now I'm going to show you. He already and I kept Brian on, my, uh, on me and my, on my back. And I told him, now I am, I'm already trained. So now grab my ears and just moving my ears, tell me where to go. And that was during, uh, during the preaching because I want everyone to see. So he grabbed my ears softly, really, really, really soft. And he was touching me. Nobody could see what he was doing. So he was touching me to go on one side. So I was turning to the side. He was turn, uh, turn, turning to the other side. So he was telling me to go front, mm. uh, to the front or backwards. And I told him, I am the same horse, same strength, same power. Mm -hmm. But now, now somebody else is driving me. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that that's the, the other thing, Joshua, that we want to control ourselves. We yeah. don't want to give up power. Yeah. And you said it. That's why I went to it because it was mm -hmm. clear to me. That's why, uh, Gio, you said it. And, you know, uh, we have to be humble. Yeah. Humble enough to give up power. Yeah. And tell the Lord, you know, God, uh, I can do it by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do it by myself. So he was on your back the whole sermon? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but, you That'd know, this great. time this time I called Brian because he said... Uh, He's been calling his son, Hotam. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I called Hotam like uh, three weeks ago for another yeah. example. And I told him, now jump on my back and I'm going to show how you walk with all this weight in your yeah. back. He took me the rest of the preaching to recover my hair. <laughs> so, yeah, because uh, once he got up there, Hotam didn't want to get off. So. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, while I was preaching, I was texting my wife, please call an ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> no? um, one thing, though, to, to just tie both of that. Um, so so I'm, I'm 30, but what I realized with my generation and the generations um, younger than me is that not only is there a, a maybe some difficulty with submission, but also with discipline, yeah. right? Because what yeah. you're talking about with the dog and with the horse, it's discipline, and that takes time. Um, but submitting to be dis uh, be disciplined by the Lord, but then also um, through those daily routines, right, or daily disciplines, reading reading the Bible, praying, um, going to church regularly, inviting those people into your lives, like. Those are, are disciplines that over time, it's going to make that submission easier yeah. and easier as it goes. Mm -hmm. And you're still going to rebel at points, right? Because yeah. we're still sinners, like, uh, inherently, but we've been redeemed. But mm -hmm. that flesh still pulls at yeah. us from and, time to time. And you said no, it, and that I, is crazy because I pulled up this verse to read next. Amen. Uh, Proverbs 12.1, to learn you must love discipline. And I just love the, the second part because it's a, the, I mean, it just lays it out so clear. It is stupid to hate correction. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and, and James, you know, we talk about this James. Uh, he writes everything he writes is strongly based on the book of Proverbs yep. and the Sermon of the Mountain. And, and uh, he said, uh, get rid of all evil. And, and it's not that we, t nobody wakes up saying, oh, today I'm leaving everything bad in me behind. No. No, because it's, it's, you said it's our nature. Yep. Uh, that's why we need the Lord, yeah. first of all. And that's why we need people to help us walk away from those things. Yep. Yeah. And um, 
you know, it sounds, uh, maybe you, you don't get it, but sometimes we need to leave even people behind because they are dragging us back to where we were. Yeah. And you know what? That's, that's one of those things. It may not be forever, right? <laughs> yeah. Like if they're still your good friends, they'll be your good friends two years from now. But maybe like you were talking about with the bar and everything else, like, hey, that's a place that I can't go, but I mm-hmm. can see you sunday after church and i'm going to invite you as we watch football or do whatever we do yeah um but there's there may be a period where i need to distance myself from this relationship because it's pulling me away from my mm-hmm. devotion to the lord yeah and, yeah. I, and I mean that's discipline right yep. we we gotta learn to love discipline yep. um and here's the thing you know uh i'm 25 now um and i'm sure you guys 25 you don't look a day over 25 uh, <laughs> <laughs> no but I, I bet you guys um when I say this, you're going to agree even more that probably uh, believe this more than I do. But um, you don't you hate discipline up until you see what that discipline was protecting you from. Mm-hmm. Then you love it. And uh, I gave this example yesterday. Right. I started the, our, our sermon with this example. Uh, last week I went on vacation and uh, we went to North Carolina and it was a beautiful place. I didn't know. Uh, my wife was waking up. We all were waking up really early because we want to see the uh, sunrise. Joshua was keeping us awake <laughs> to go see the sunrise. And I woke up every day at 5 o'clock exactly. <laughs> no alarm. Just woke up and wow. put on my shoes and walk out. Imagine yeah. getting woken up at 5 a.m. <laughs> on your vacation. No, but we, en- we really enjoyed it. Most beautiful experience, man. Yes, I don't yeah. regret it at all. We <laughs> walked to the beach right at that time, and we would go see this, the the sunrise. Yeah, that's nice. And my wife was loving it so much, and and she was walking our little dog, uh, uh, and and she was praying. She wanted us to go uh, see, uh, see dolphins, but there was nothing, uh, you know, any tour. To go see dolphins she loves that you got to get a dolphin call yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man for a second there i was going what that exists <laughs> but uh, well you know uh we were uh one of the days we were at the beach and it was sunny it was beautiful and joshua and my oldest son people his wife were uh, were swimming and uh one of the friends with the family we meet there were really close friends a friend from new york uh, his kids were there, and suddenly I look over the horizon where they were swimming, and I see this fin, shark. And the last, the, the night before, I was watching news, and and uh, there was some attacks in Middle Beach, oh, which no. was just a few miles north from where we were. And in Alabama, somebody got got by a, a, a bit by by, by a, a, a shark. Oh, shark. Man. So, you know, I see this fin, black fin coming out, and my heart started pumping. If you, and I said it yesterday during the service, if you're like me, this music started sounding in your ear. Like, yeah. And so I, I, I get up from my chair because I, I was in a chair. I get up, uh, fr- uh, get up from my chair and started whistling because they couldn't hear me when I was screaming. So, whistle really, really loud. And, and they turned to me and they said, get out of the water! Yeah. You know, and they, the, the answer was like, what? <laughs> get out of the water! But why? You know, and I was like, just get out of the water! Yeah. You know, and they came out, like, you know, they saw me that I was worried. And, and 
I, I saw this uh, this fin, and and when they came out of the water, I noticed that there were two more fins coming behind. So sharks, they they are never yeah, in group. Yeah. So and then a guy said. Uh, close to me and said, don't worry, it's just dolphins. You're like, yeah, I just wanted to show you guys the dolphins. You couldn't <laughs> yeah, see anything. Yeah, no, said, now come here and watch yeah, the dolphins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but you know, I'm a father. Yeah. I got scared. I, I'm not a, a marine biologist. Hey. So <laughs> I, I don't know anything. I'm the same about, thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, how many times we just dismiss, dismiss, the danger warnings, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, and we we get bit by the shark, yeah, just because we disobey. Same, same thing, and, and you were saying that you know, uh, the Bible is there, screaming at us, don't go that way, don't go that way, don't go that way, and once again, this is a daily daily walk, yep, and there's there's a word for every single day telling us where we should not go and where we should go. Yep. I think um, I, I heard a long time ago, it's like the the commands in Scripture um, and then even our daily disciplines, they're like the, the guardrails on a skyscraper, right? If you're playing on a skyscraper with no rails, you wouldn't have a good time up there. I know I wouldn't. I'd be standing in a corner just like not wanting to move. But you put some guardrails up there, I could have a good time. I could check out the view. I could talk to some people. But without boundaries, without discipline, without all that, I'm falling off to the end, to my death. So, uh, You know, uh, we lived in New York for years. Yeah. So I've been in the Empire State Building many times. Yeah. And uh, when you go to the Empire State Building, there's not only uh, guardrails. There's a, a whole uh, yeah fence type thing. Yeah, yeah, fence covering. I don't know how many feet yeah. tall it is, because people doesn't respect. Right. Doesn't respect right. it, and you're right. You know, we need the word. The, the word is that is that fence, yep. is that protection for us not to fall into into this over and over and over. So um, uh, I, I don't know how we are in time. I'm just. Huh? Uh, but uh, before, uh, I hope that we answered the que to, to your question, Joshua. And but before we go, I'm taking uh, I'm taking uh, over Joshua for a second. I want to just say, Pastor Marcus, we really enjoyed the conversation with you today. No, I'm glad you invited me. I had a good time. This is this is one of the only other podcasts that I listen to. Just to let y'all know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, uh, Joshua is the one that. Uh, direct and produce all this so uh, our intros are always kind of funny because he wanted to to be real and even when you said it, you're 30 you said it, i said it before i'm 47 years old and for for me this is this is not my uh the way i would i would have done it but i understand that uh joshua had this in his heart to reach specific group of people and i think this is the way but uh, but I'm glad I'm glad that you were here and you had the chance to see that this is a real thing that we're not we don't prepare the funny parts they happen <laughs> yeah. they happen happen right there and uh, and we are really glad to have you here Pastor glad Marcus and we uh, I haven't seen you in a while I know and uh, you know Pastor Life you got yeah. kind of busy but uh, I'm so glad to have you here. And I really enjoyed to have you in our podcast. So thank you for for uh, the visit. 
Thanks for having me. <laughs> Pastor Donaldson, it was great to have you on here. Thanks, Pastor Gio. Thank you. It's Cervantes, you know. Cervantes. Cervantes. Gio Cervantes, Cerv the 39th. That's yeah. right. That yes. is right. 39th. Yeah. You got it right. Where's my thir my 39 dads out there? <laughs> oh, wait, 38. My bad. 38 ancestors also named Gio. Oh, yeah. That sounded better. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> look, man. Look, man. It's been a it's been a long day. It was a hot day. It's Got a lot of fun. Monday is the, the worst bright, day of the week. The brightness of his shirt was messing with his head. Exactly, yeah, that's what man. <laughs> you know, you guys keep keep speaking about these visual things. It's like you're just teasing the audience by the fact that we don't have video yet. Yeah, we will. We will just keep praying for us because we want to have a camera right there in the corner looking at us. And but by the way, you see that uh, our studio looks uh, nicer today because we had an invited guest. So <laughs> no, I, I actually they don't see. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm. Oh I'm me? You. Oh, there's even snacks over there. You guys hooked oh, it up. Oh no, you don't want to eat those. Oh, those no, are expired. No, no, those are the good ones. I throw everything else. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, hey everyone. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys were blessed by this podcast, give it a like, share it with someone. If there's anyone that you think this could speak into, send it to them. Send it to them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is you listen. Just leave us a review on there. Tell us what you liked. Tell, I mean, don't tell us what you don't like. Just tell <laughs> us what you liked. That's all we want to know. Good reviews. Anything under five stars, I'm praying for you, okay? Uh, <laughs> Before you do the closer, do you want to add anything to the ending of the podcast, Mr. Pastor Marcus? Have a blessed day. Mm, thank mm. you. Thank you. And just like that, everyone, remember, whatever you do, do it for Christ. Hey. We love y'all. <laughs>